if we can come back to allowing people to be who they are without judgment, right? Then we will raise the vibrations. Roots of Impact Podcast. Roots of Impact Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Roots of Impact podcast. This is your host, Chris. Today, I'm super excited to present you with this next podcast and honor to have interviewed this person. Uh, Her name is Audrey Darrow. She's the CEO and owner of Righteously Raw Chocolate, which is a line of raw organic chocolate with the goal to create healthy food that was delicious and affordable. And in the podcast, she shares her her journey of her breast uh, cancer healing that uh, started in 2006. And it's just, just an, an amazing story. And she talks about how after surgery and chemotherapy and radiation, she started uh, working at a health food store in San Diego, California, in order to get some discount because uh, she wanted to get a good quality organic healthy food because she was convinced that by eating this healthy food, she was going to become cancer free. So that was kind of the start of her journey. And soon after that, you know, she, she decided to, to start righteously raw chocolates uh, in 2007. And uh, you know you'll you'll be hearing it in the podcast, but she she just in 2008 he, she she had a very tragic event in her life where her her daughter uh, passed away in a in an accident, and uh, you know instead of just kind of going falling into negativity and you know things like that, she really kind of used that as a as a as a life lesson and just use that as fuel to continue her business and and life moving forward and she really did a lot of digging uh within and and it's just just amazing to to hear her speak and and just at the place that she is right now And, and she has just just amazing uh teachings and and talks about how you know how how that experience and how food in general have helped her heal herself and explains how you know we always have a choice to change the dial in our head from our negative thoughts and start creating a, a better life so with that uh here's the podcast so hello audrey uh how you how you doing today thank you so much for for taking the time to be with us Thank you. I appreciate it. It's an honor to be with you and to be asked. Yeah. So I have to uh, tell the the listeners that, you know, the first, as as I was saying before, uh, we started the podcast that the way that I uh, heard about you was in in the podcast of Ellie Rome, who is my my good friend, uh, lives here in Austin, too. She is uh, the founder of Mindful Belly. Uh, She's a holistic uh, health coach. Uh, we we connected at one point um, through uh, Joe Dispensa workshop, 
I don't know if you heard of him or yeah, not. Yeah, <laughs> I've got his book on my on sitting next to my bed. Yeah, so yeah, after that it was funny because we were just kind of sitting next to it, next to each other, and it was in um it was in Houston and she had just moved to Austin and you know, after we realized that we both lived in and in, in Austin, we connected and you know, ever since we just kinda uh, do things together and and then you know i knew she had the podcast and i think it was the second podcast that i that i heard it was the one that uh with you and you know it's i, I don't say this lightly but i felt like it was one of the most inspiring podcasts that i ever heard because i, I felt thank the, you i appreciate that yeah it was such a uh, i feel like you have such a down-to-earth uh energy you know that it really kind of translated through the podcast and i just enjoy enjoyed it uh really really a lot and after that you know i talked to ellie about <laughs> getting your contact and and just having a podcast with you so uh, well thank you it was interesting when we connected when she and i connected because it was i felt the vibration immediately when when she and I connected that there was something bigger than both of us and I told her that she's got emails of it because <laughs> there was there's such a, an amazing connection between what we put in our bodies and what's happening in the world and the vibration so I felt an immediate connection that when she and I spoke it, it it's it was way beyond both of us right exactly yeah and I and I have a, a very I have a lot of passion about that too. And I actually did uh, study, got a certification for being a holistic health coach too. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, did, I didn't uh, continue approaching that full time, but you know, I'm super interested and I help people when I can. So, uh, so I connected with Ellie that way too. And you, know, you guys, as you said, you guys connected uh, through that as well. So it was a very, very inspiring podcast, and I re recommend everybody to go and, and listen to that, to that. But I wanted to start, Audrey, if if you can just kind of like maybe for listeners, if you can explain uh, what you do uh, right now, and we're also we're obviously in a kind of unprecedented times with <laughs> the whole like COVID nineteen and different opinions about it and. But what is it? Can you explain what do you do and a little bit about your business? Sure. So uh, back in 2006, after going through breast cancer, I, I knew that there was something that needed to change within myself, which was what I was eating. I think I was uh, spending my days drinking a latte and a scone, too much sugar, too much this. And I remember the oncologist said to me, uh, I said, what do I have to do so I don't ever see you again? And his response was, stay away from white sugar, which immediately started me on this path of just going and hanging out in health food stores thinking, you know, what do I do? How do I do this? And to make a long story short, I, I took a job at a health food store and I realized by watching people as I was standing in the deli, which was facing the raw food seg raw food section, this, uh, remember this was back in 2006. So um, it was amazing to me to see people coming in and, and holding a product and turning it around and looking at the ingredients and touching it and feeling. And I was, I literally watched people almost, almost have like a, a, just a moment, you know, with this food product. And I thought there's something that's coming. And so I decided in that time that I was going to try to create 
some foods. I had no idea what I was doing. I had no business background, no degree in business, but I knew that there was something. So that, that started me on the path. And in two, after my family came to me after I had cancer and said, you know, we're going to invest in you. And I started this, this uh, product line and it was righteously raw chocolate. And it was started because um, at the time, by the time I launched it, I got all my certifications uh, for my own facility, built my own facility. The only chocolate that was out there was $14 a bar. So I realized like if anybody, the common person that goes into a health food store and wants to heal their body with food, they're not going to be able to afford it. And I was one of them. Right. So I took the job so I could get the I think it was 15 percent discount from my local health food store, which still I still couldn't afford it. But I realized that I, I had to do something that was more affordable so people could, you know, um, buy the things that, that that made them feel better not just once every six months, but, you know, maybe daily. So that's how it started. So I created the first three chocolate bars and I was able to come out with a certified organic, vegan, kosher, gluten-free and allergen-free chocolate bar for $5.99. Wow. When the only competition was $14. And I launched in March of 08. And if anybody remembers what happened in March of 08 was the crash of the economy. And I came out with this $6 chocolate bar and we opened up 1,500 stores in the worst economy because it resonated with people, right? It was new. People, I had a story. And um, unfortunately, three months after I launched the product, my daughter passed away. And what, what became of that project that was so close to me for my cancer became a whole different path which was the vibration of how do I share with people that you can get up and do something and be passionate and still find joy in daily life. And that's basically what happened. And uh, that's how the line grew. Um, it's really what got me up out of bed every day, you know, where something that is as, as you know, tragic as losing a child um, it, it it is what kept me going. It is what literally the the next day I realized I have to do something. I have to do something for her, and that's that's really what what started it. And so I started with three chocolate bars, got into the first health food store, got into Whole Foods, and and that's where the launch uh, started. And uh, my daughter, when uh, she passed away in July. And I had launched it in March. And the first store that got my first chocolate was her was her uh, health food store where she had a job at UC Santa Barbara. And it That's was the, the store on the uh, just off the campus of UCSB. And uh, so it was it, it was just like this incredible divine connection. And I remember every day her saying, Mom, when's it going to be ready? When's it going to be ready? And, you know, finally it, it got launched and uh, it was it was incredible. And uh, I can go on and on in that direction, but I'll let you. Uh, <laughs> no, that's, am that's amazing. Yeah, that, that's that's uh, one I wanted to hear. And it's just amazing how anything that happens in our lives, we have the choice to respond. And, you know, we have a choice. And, and, and I heard you say that in the podcast uh, so many times. And something as 
such an impact of you know a daughter passing away you know can have such a such a toll on us and 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 you seem to have like the choice to use that as a kind of teaching uh and and just kind of go transcend from that and and use it as a healing experience no well absolutely and i think that where it goes deeper is um the night that my daughter had the drowning accident i got a message from her saying it's going to be okay now mind you back then i was not as in tune i would say as i am now and so but there was something that told me keep going but there was also something that told me that she was still here very much here and so it was i didn't understand it back then i didn't have the clarity that i do now but i knew that every action that i would take in my life from that moment on was going to affect her right um a lot of people don't understand that so when i when i made that decision to everything that i would do i would do with that consideration that she's still here and if i fall and if i you know uh live in grief and i don't pick myself up who am i hurting besides myself is my precious daughter and i wasn't going to do that so in that moment and i could tell you the moment i heard it mm. it was in the car on the way to the hospital but again i didn't have clarity and then as i kept going forward in this product uh line and the business what i kept knowing and feeling and hearing was keep going because my daughter uh was almost 20 when she passed and um her generation and the type of uh, young woman that she was from the time that she was you know a child i remember how important it was for her to um always let her friends know how she felt right and this is such a connection for what's going on right now that i think that that's why you and i are talking and that's the message i'm getting is that she never let anybody walk away without giving a hug and saying i love you and so i remember the day that i went to go um visit the store where she um was working after she had passed and i remember feeling her her whole soul connected to me where i was like a teenager right and i remember her boss and i and i i ran to this woman and i just grabbed her and i said i love you and it was that connection i think that my daughter is wanting me to get out and for many many years i couldn't and yet i was able to do it through my chocolate because there's a in each of my i named a chocolate bar and i created a chocolate bar after her and i reached thousands and thousands of people who could open up the label but i don't think the timing was as apropos as it is right now and i think it was a quiet story i think i touched thousands cuz they called me men and women thank you so much i i read about jamie on the in the inscription but i think that right now what's happening is the vitriol the anger the hate the judgment we need to you know is i'm, I'm she screams at me like <laughs> uh, you know and it's and i'm not i used to be a very outgoing uh very vocal person 
and I have gone very inward. And so I've been feeling this need to share this, but I don't want to make it about me, right? I don't need the, maybe years before I needed to know about how okay I am and I needed to, somebody to say, you're okay. But I think now as I've learned is that I don't need that anymore. I don't need to um, have people um, tell me what a great chocolate line. I, I don't need it. What I do desire now is for the vibration I'm feeling to be able to spread around the planet. That's what I need. And where I'm feeling that where our conversation is right now is the timing is, is perfect. And um, what we need to do is we need to, whoever has carries that higher vibration, we need to share it. And you can see what's happening in the planet today is that many people are rising up. The ones that are seeing, you know, us go through this, you know, pandemic, which is life altering. And you see people are falling and you see people are rising above it. And um, the ones that are falling need this need to hear because they're they're not in tune yet because their vibrations are so low, so negative. And I think you you touched it when we first started talking. If you get pounded over and over by the media to be afraid, you're going to have that vibra- vibration of fear, right? And you can see what's happening. And and I feel like uh, we can change that one person at a time, one little conversation at a time. So. I went completely off track what you asked. <laughs> no, I loved it. And and that um, it's, it changes so much, you know, whenever you are with that energy of kind of like egoless kind of mentality where it's not about us, about like the individual, but it's more more about this kind of like higher awareness state, uh, which yeah. is what, what you were saying. And it changes everything. I mean, it changes the energy that you're, uh, talking to people, the energy where you know the energy that you have in every day to day life, and that you know I can really kind of feel that uh, from you, and it, it just really makes a difference. And and this, uh, yes, I completely agree with you. This time that we are right now, it's so important for people that are in that kind of state to to spread this kind of message and this kind of energy, because at the same time, there's so much of the opposite too. So uh, the more the more we have of that, the better. And that's what we're trying to do with this podcast is, is trying to, you know, interview people that have these kind of messages and uh, try to try to spread it. And one thing that I like that that I really liked about uh, about what you say is we talk, you talk a lot about like energy and, and vibration and, and going back to the food, you know, the energy and the vibration of the food, you know, the way that you prepare the food that kind of changes the the vibration in the food and that then translates to you know your own vibration uh, as well uh, and one of the things that really resonated with me that you said uh, in the podcast with Ellie is that if you're in this kind of high state of vibration or this like good state of energy and vibration and you're also eating you know good quality vibration food sickness cannot get into you uh you cannot really get sick and so can you can you talk a little bit about about that 
Yeah. So, you know, you can, each person can feel it in their own body right now. So I'll give you an example. My body's so in tune with what I put into it um, because I've been doing this for such a long time. I started with the, the cancer back in 03 and for 10 years, I never, ever put a drop of sugar in my body. I didn't touch a drop of alcohol. I never wanted what had happened to me to ever come back. You know, um, many times people that have breast cancer have recurrence, high recurrence rates. Mine was 70%. Like they, you could tell when you would walk out of the doctor's office that they were expecting to see you again. That was the vibration that, that, that it carried back then. And you would walk out. It's such a horrible thing to go into an oncologist's office and see people lined up. And I remember doing my radiation with people who had been cancer free, quote unquote. I hate that uh, because it's not true. We're never cancer free. Right. Um, so there were people that were in the, in the doctor's office getting ready for their radiation who had been, cancer free for six years who got it again. And, and I, and I, I decided way back early, you know, that, that I didn't ever want to go back. Going back was so depressing. You were supposed to go back every three months. And, and my oncologist was amazing. He said to me, you know what? You look good. You're eating good. He said, the tests are not accurate. That was his words. Great doctor, no personality. He said, he said, the tests for tumor markers are not accurate. Go do what you're doing and and you're going to be okay. That was what he said to me. Yeah. And I took that to heart, you know, because if you keep going back into a situation where it's so negative and you and you're and you're going and you're sitting there waiting for that, you know, am I going to live or am I going to die stuff? And people are sitting there right next to you with waiting for the same diagnosis. It's horrible. It's just absolutely the worst vibration to be in and to have to live with where you go from one month to the next going on. Like, I I, got to go back again, you know? So I stopped and I I literally stopped. And when I did that, that was, that raised my vibrations, you know, so much. And then I started looking at what I was doing and I was, I was so adamant about, you know, I'm an organic food producer. So everything I put in my body was organic. But I started realizing that your body, what you need to eat is different than what I need to eat, right? What Ellie needs to eat and what Ellie's viewers need to eat, everyone is different. So we can live with the pattern of I have to eat like you and you're eating keto or you're eating paleo or Atkins or whatever the heck it is, doesn't work because our bodies are different. Our bodies talk to us. So over those 10 years when I was so strict, um, I kept the cancer away, but my vibrations were still very heavy because I was forcing myself to live in a way where my body was saying, but I want this (laughs) or I want that. And now that I'm much more in tune, um, I'll give you an example, which was last night. When I'm at work, everything I eat is organic. It's it's um, very healthy because that's what I love, right? But my mom, who lives next de- next door to me, eighty six years old, I'm 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 trying to get her out of the house, and the only thing you can get around here is Mexican food, right? Not saying anything about Mexican food, I love it. 
But my body does not love Mexican food. It doesn't love cheese. It doesn't love <laughs> uh, the flour from the tortillas because I have many eating issues. So I took her last night. Took the only thing that was happened that that was open, and I brought. I we we uh, I walked in. I brought uh, her some tilapia, which I should have eaten, and I ate taquitos. And we brought it home. And I woke up with the most horrible migraine at six o'clock this morning. The point of that is, is that when you allow your body to have what it needs, it talks to you always, a hundred percent of the time, right? But but most people don't know that because they're not listening, because they're trying to do something like everybody else is doing. But your body is different than mine. Your requirements are different from mine. And everybody is an individual who has different needs. You, Your body may need more grains. It may need it, even though you're trying to live on a keto diet with nothing but meat and your body is saying, but I want some quinoa or I want this or I want, right? And we're ignoring it. We have and, to listen. And that's why I think there's so much, so much debate with all the different diets, no? Because you might experience one diet and suddenly like it works wonders for you. And then you try to convince a friend and then the friend is like, no, but I tried that and that doesn't work. Or, you know, this person told me that they did it and it didn't work. So that's completely key. And I, I in my health coaching uh, training that we did, they were really good at that, at trying to kind of let us know that we're all, I mean, we're all humans, no? So there are some tendencies of, you know, we know that for the most part, eating like whole, mostly like kind of like plant-based, yeah, yeah. Fruits, that, that is kind of the basis of, for it but then like when it goes to the details yeah you're right i mean there are people that do great with, with grains but some people that know that they, they get really bloated and, and so and it also kind of demands if you had like a history of maybe like heavy anti antibiotic uh use and then maybe your gut is kind of a little bit sensitive to certain foods so that kind of i i love that idea of tr trying to be more in tuned uh with yourself And another thing that I think is great that you uh, talked before too is it's, it's not only the food that you put in your system, but it's also the feeling that comes with it. So for example, exactly. if, if you, I remember you, you were saying that if you, if you go out and you know, you know, you, you might be with a loved one or whatever, and you know that you're going to, eat something that is going to be bad for you, kind of the example that you were giving. But instead of like saying, okay, you know, I should have, have done that. And, you know, I feel really bad and guilty. It's going to end up being like much worse. And you're, you're like, yeah. no, no. Yeah. I mean, I did it. I feel good. I knew that I was going to do this. And, you know, it's going to be a completely different reaction in your body. Well, you know, the population, the people that are dieting and, the, and that are limiting themselves, that's what's happening. They're waking up after that moment of eating something that gave them this incredible amount of joy. You know, use an ice cream, for example. I am so lactose intolerant. You cannot believe it for the last 30 years. And I'm, I'm not a huge fan of ice cream, but my son loves ice cream and I, I mean, his wife loves ice cream. So I go, it gives you, there's something about it. There's a vibration. It's like a childlike love, right? And, but if you wake up at that next morning hating yourself because you're worrying about the weight and this and that, you've, you've killed that beautiful vibration of having something gives you complete joy for that moment, right? 
So you're absolutely right. And I, I was going to just tell you, so the other part of my business that I do is co-packing, right? So I make products for other companies. And I had a company call me recently from uh, Europe and they wanted keto uh, food bars. And I had an incredible conversation with the guy because here in, in the United States, the way we do keto, it's insanity, right? And But I knew that, right? And I put keto friendly on my new products that are coming out. Because I did a lot of research and really there's no standard by which there's any certifiable uh, anything for keto. It's man made up of one person that said, here's what keeps you. But this company who does nothing but keto said that the United States is the exact opposite of Europe. So in Europe, the thing, and the guy said, he goes, you guys live on meat. Uh, You know, you live on this and you live on that. And here in Europe, it's a complete opposite. And it really awakened me to, you know, uh, the labels that we're putting on things. And people have to understand that, you know, the latest fad is the latest fad, right? There's going to be another one right after that. But your body may not like eating so much uh, uh, steak. It may not like eating so much butter, right? And, and it may not work. So we have to be aware that, diets um, in in and of themselves are a very low vibration because it's limitation, right? Limitation is a low vibration. Do I think that many of us are, you know, at a place where we need to take better care and maybe certain, not put certain things in our body too often? Yeah, but you can do that in a, in a way that still brings you joy and still you don't feel lack. Right. When you do everything in lack and limitation, it's a horrible vibration. It negates anything that you do when you put good food in your body. It's all about the feeling, no, at the end of the day. It's all about the exactly. feeling behind whenever you're eating. And that's that's so true. And the you were mentioning that, for example, I think you were you were talking about your mother or or, or some of your relatives that they were saying that they they would weigh themselves every day and say that they're too fat and by saying that and i and i hear so many people saying that and by putting that out to the to the universe and you're kind of believing that's where you're gonna get i mean you're kind of attracting that to stay in that state all the time yeah that's exactly true and weighing yourself is in and of itself a a a whole nother issue of uh wanting to bring negativity to you and that's what happens is you know you see that in society is what can I do to make myself be more hurt why do I do things like that because then it's a normalcy that you're used to is if you and I ask my mom that all the time I said why do you do that every morning that you well I know why because I know her and I know she's had a very difficult childhood and I know that there's a lot of pain and as we all have had our you know, our childhoods and our, we all have our uh, issues, but I, I understand that it, it, it keeps you in that place. So it's what you know, it's familiar. So because it's familiar, so many of us get caught up in, in thinking that's how we have to live is that that vibration is what we know. Um, and I might've talked about this with Ellie when I had the cancer um, I, it really was an eye opener to see people um, uh, need me to be sick. 
right? And same thing with my daughter's passing. Need me to be in grief. That's crazy. I did not understand that. It took me a very long time. I recognized it immediately, but I didn't have clarity on it, is to see that they needed to have that pain through me, right? Because it, and not in an intentional thing, it's not saying humanity is bad. It's that I'm in pain and I need you to be in pain so I can continue my pain through you. Can you stay sick? Can you stay in grief? And you know how I notice it now is people will stay away from me because my vibration, which is so high, it's like fifth dimensional now, quite often, right? is that they cannot be with me. They literally, I'm very empathic. So I can feel when somebody's near me that I, I, they, it's almost like, uh, you know, the two opposing magnets. Right. Of, right. And so because their vibration is one of darkness, that the closer they get to that light, it, they, they repel. And so while I don't want that and I feel sad for humanity, I also want to find a way to, you know, bridge that and, 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 and let them know you can touch this. It's safe, right? It's safe. You're going to be okay. Right. But I, I, that was a huge, a huge thing for me was to know that I lost friends and people because I was in a, I was okay. I was picking myself back up. That is a horrible thing to experience when you don't have clarity, which I didn't go and whoa, What's going on? Why do people want me to stay sick? Why do people want me to not get up? I had a friend, and I said this to Ellie, I think, who said to me, and I love her dearly. She said, I'm just waiting for you to fall. I'm just waiting. My daughter's passing. I'm just waiting for you to just break down because it's going to catch. It's going to come one of these days. And where I realized was that her needing me to fall. For some, For somebody that is kind of struggling with that negativity and and it ha, has these kind of like negative negative thoughts and struggling like what is one thing that you would tell that person to overcome that so for me that when when i um, see people watching news uh and needing and um kind of getting filled up with the negativity and the fear what they don't realize is that um, they're hurting their body so much, right? And, you know, when you see people so angry, when you see, you know, this, this political discourse that we have is such an illusion, right? And tell that to somebody who's in that um, mode of vitriol, who's in that mode of judgment. And um, we've kind of lost our way in humanity where I feel like we're starting to come back again which is that, um, and it has nothing to do with Republican, conservative, Democrat, has nothing to do with Trump or Hillary or anybody, and they see it that way, right? It's my side is right, your side is wrong. Is that when we, when we um, live in this 3D realm of, of uh, the ego, right? Of, and, and, and that's a whole story in and of itself. But when we live in that, where we are in this very heavy vibration, you look at what's going on in the world today, right? Why are we so sick? Why are we so depressed? Why are we so angry? Why are we so all these things? It's because many people are still in that vibration. It's, an, it's a vibration. There are a hundred books, probably 
all sitting next to my bed, you know, because I have a thousand books in my bedroom. So this isn't a guru. This is, there are books and studies and all kinds of thousands of videos online about this. So if people are interested, is to understand that what we what we're doing by watching the news and listening to one station condemned the other. I mean, we have people actually saying that, you know, people that don't believe like them should die from this mm. virus. And right. So what, what somebody can do when they're caught up in that is something that I learned from the hospital when I had cancer and I have shared this with some people over the years. And it was um, uh, back in 2003 when I got breast cancer and it was basically told to me that um, when you have cancer, which we all have right now, this is our cancer, right? Cancer, the C word is like the worst, but really cancer is an awakening. Mm. What, what, what I learned was you can either get up in the morning being afraid you're going to die because you have cancer, or you can make a choice right? It's the same choice that I made when my daughter passed that I made when I had cancer, which is if you, uh, I always related to a radio station. So, and this is very uh, important for people that are listening right now that are waking up angry with hate, uh, right? And so you can get up in the morning and, and I, I say, if you uh, can picture in your mind, the radio station dial. And you're going to listen to 99.3 today, or are you going to listen to 99.4? When my daughter passed and when I um, woke, got the diagnosis of cancer, um, I made a choice in those moments. Because, you know, I can tell you where I was when I got the cancer diagnosis. It was horrible, by the way. It was bleak. It was, you're going to get this and you need to have this and you need to, and you got a 70% chance of living. And, you know, they scare the heck out of you. I made a choice in that moment to change the dial. Now, the clarity back then was not as clear as it is now. So don't think for a moment that I had this all figured out back then. But I'm shortening it for you because I've had many years of coming to this place. But I made a choice to say, I am changing the dial. And you can change the dial if you um, have anything going on in your life that's difficult and traumatic. Whether you lose a loved one, whether you break a leg, whether you um, are, are fighting with yourself because you hate your body or, you know, you're eating to this. It, whatever it is, that's a darkness. That's a lower vibration. You can make a choice right now in this moment to change the dial. Now, if you don't change the dial, you've made the choice not to change the dial. So then whose responsibility does that fall back on, right? So in the vitriol that's going on in the world, um, and I listened, I, I saw something this morning about some actress who said that, you know, uh, 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 Trump is killing uh, thousands of people. And, and, and of course, I, all I hear is the depth of the vitriol. I don't pay attention to the political, right? The depth of the, of the pain. She's making a choice, this person, to infect and agitate humanity with her vitriol. So not only are we, are we getting up 
and I'm saying it for both sides. If you get up and you, and I say to you, I don't like the way you think, you should think like me. Not only have I made a choice in that moment to listen to my radio station, I'm telling you, you have to listen to my radio station, <laughs> right? And if you don't, you're, you're, you're bad, you're evil. This is what's going on today. So when I had the cancer, excuse me, um, I, I made that choice to change the dial. And you, they teach you when you have cancer back at Sharp Hospital in San Diego, it's like it, cancer is you live your life hour by hour, right? Eckhart Tolle talks about present moment. That's what present moment is. Right now, today, in this moment, I have everything I need and my life is beautiful, right? If I think about tomorrow, there's a heck of a lot I could be worried about, right? So it, it, this, what's going on in the world is our cancer. And what many, many authors like Eckhart Tolle, Gary Zukov, all these amazing authors are basically, it's like, you can live right now in this moment and be grateful for what you have in this moment. But also important is understand your responsibility, right? So if you choose not to change the dial, okay? In my case, if I chose not to change the dial, I knew that not only did I affect me, I affected my son, my mom, my friends, and my daughter who passed, right? So what people don't understand is this vibration that you are holding that is hurting you is affecting everyone around you even if they believe like you, you're perpetuating vitriol, you're perpetuating neg negativity, right? Well, that is a sickness that it has to change on this planet. So you make a choice. If you wanna get up angry and you wanna hate and you wanna judge and you don't want to allow each human to be who they are, because listen, my story and your story completely different. My reality is not your reality. And when people can come to that, and you can't get to this place unless you drop the vitriol, unless you drop that negativity and that darkness and you change the dial. When you change the dial, all of a sudden you start to go, hmm, maybe I don't have to make you right for me to feel better. First of all, that was my very first opening was it's okay if you need to live through me and suffer because I don't need to change you. Right. The only person that matters in cancer is me. They teach you that they actually say to you, the only person because, uh, and please I'll go off in a whole tangent on this, but it's really important is that especially for women, women have a very high rate of breast cancer. And when you look at, and because I, I do a lot of healing with women uh, around the country who've had cancer. And what they, what I find is that they, they lost their way on how to nurture themselves because women are very much there for their girlfriends, their husbands, their boyfriends, their family, the dog, the children, right? It's our nature. And so we forget about us. And so they, they literally taught me how to take a bath and give myself a nurturing moment. I thought, whoa, what is that? Where you just stop and all of a sudden it's about you. Mm. So where we have to come back and change the dial, the first thing we do is we say, okay, today, I don't wanna hate, I don't wanna judge, 
I don't want to live in this vitriol. I want to be happy. I want to wake up in joy. And the first thing, and you are very empowered because the first choice that you make, which is what I love about what Ellie does with Mindful Belly and what you're doing is we have so much power in our own lives to control who we are, how we are, how we think. And we think we don't, right? We're like robots walking around going, everybody says you got to do this. You can change it the second that you want to by what you put in your body, by how you want to feel. <laughs> and, and people don't understand that. It's like you have the power to change how you feel by what you put in your body. That's huge, right? You can start to understand that when you can, you know, many authors write about this, start to learn to like yourself. Because the people that are out there with the vitriol and the hate, it's not about who they're hating. They hate themselves, right? So anytime I hear somebody, whether it's a celebrity or a non-celebrity, when I hear the vitriol, I feel sad. Because they don't understand that in order to hate like that, it comes from within. Heal you. Start right here, right? Because you're not only infecting the world, but you're making yourself sicker. Hmm. That really resonates 100% with me. And I think it's such a major step uh, Thich Nhat Hanh, who is a Buddhist monk, he, he talks a lot about understanding is one of the main steps. And I think that's kind of the key because it's not necessarily, okay, I'm going to try to force myself to like, like this person is more of somebody that is acting really negative. You, you, you realize that it's, it's suffering, you know, it's suffering and, and pain behind that. It's not really, as you said, it's not really the person that they're attacking. It's their own pain that is being projected on, on that situation. And that happens with everything, you know, in, 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 in relationships and with everything. And <clears throat> what, what do you, what do you think about, cause that's definitely the, the first step. And what do you think about, once you know that, you know, if you're in a situation that, that kind of triggers you and you, you get kind of this kind of emotion in you and, and you realize that it's your own pain, how do you, how do you address that? Do you, do you do, cause I know Edgar Tolle that you were mentioning, he talks a lot about the pain body, you know, that it's kind of like unresolved energy from, from, you know, your past, uh, or he, he even says previous lifetimes, but you know what how he he says about like the pain body is that energy so you the way to kind of transcend that that resonates with me too and has been helpful for me is to feel that energy and just kind of like accept that energy and let it kind of move and that is whenever it kind of comes with a and a point of resolution and i think the issue is whenever you whenever you feel that pain and then you start justifying the pain and you start projecting on the other person how do you see that so there's two i think there's two very 
really important things that people need to look at. And I'm going to quote uh, Gary Zukoff again, because in the book, Seed of the Soul, which was such a bestseller, he says it so eloquently, and I don't want to take any credit for it, but he, he calls it the roommate in your head. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Right. Okay. So people don't understand that when you are, when anything happens within you, it is that, that voice of that ego. So if you're feeling anger, if you're feeling resentment, judgment, whatever is negative, negative vibration, um, that's that we have this duality, this polarity, right? So you have this, this, uh, section of you, of your soul that is in this place of ego. And you have the section of you that is in that higher self soul loving, uh, place. And, uh, what he calls the roommate in your head is anytime something that comes into you, a thought where you start to feel it in your gut that doesn't feel right, understand that that is that roommate in your head, that voice of ego as Eckhart Tolle or whoever explains it. And in that moment, um, when you recognize that voice, and it takes a while, I remember when I first started this uh, journey, is that I would actually start to go, oh, I'd stand back inside myself and go, oh, there I go. Right. So you can hear that voice. Oh, there I go. And then after a while, you start to uh, laugh at it. You go, oh, there's that roommate. The way Gary Zukov, Dr. Zukov would say it is that you're would you ever live with a roommate that talked to you the way that voice in your head talks to you? And the answer is hell no. Heck no. I don't know what I can say on here. Um, you wouldn't. You would kick that roommate to the curb and throw their stuff outside, right? But we allow this voice in our head to beat us up. The other thing, the other side of that is, is in that moment, if you said something to me right now that triggers me, right? In that moment, I have to know that I am triggered because I have that within me. Or I wouldn't recognize it in you, right? You hear people go, oh, well, you know, this person's a narcissist and this person's this and oh, you know, you would not recognize narcissism in somebody if you didn't have it within yourself. It's not recognizable. If you didn't, if you recognize, you know, anger and judgment and vitriol in someone else, you would not see it. If you didn't still have that resonating and still in the, in your own vibration. So recognizing those moments, those two things, that voice wants you because that is our norm, right? The, the 3D existence, our realm of where we are in humanity today, the vibration is that we are in this three-dimensional realm of very heavy vibration. If you are hearing that voice, understand that you are participating in that three-dimensional realm and you can choose to rise above it and to raise your vibrations. So if you're in that place where you're feeling that anger and that resentment and that hate and all of those dark negative judgments against yourself or someone else, understand that you are making a choice to stay there. Well, how crazy is that? We're keeping that roommate there that is making us miserable so whose fault is that? Who's the idiot here, right? You can make it into like, okay, so I'm doing this to myself. Okay, well, I want to get out of this. I'm going to change that dial. And that voice, and, and, and it takes practice, but it's fun. 
it's way more fun than listening to the voice, trust me, is that every time that voice that comes in, that makes you feel better, whether it's about politics, whether it's about environment, whether it's about, you know, just relationships, whatever it is, understand that you are making a choice to live with that horrible roommate that should not be residing within your home, your home, your body, right? Okay, that's one thing. You've made that choice. If you choose to continue to listen to that, well, who's the dummy? Okay? Because <laughs> there's a lot of better roommates out there, right? Mm, for sure. There's always a better. And then the second one is to understand that it's okay if I have a discussion with you and I allow you to be right so that I don't have to be right. Because why do I need to be right? You see that in politics everywhere. You see that in late night television is that we're going to condemn people because they think a different way. And guess what? Why are they doing that? Because it makes them feel better. And they feel better because they're carrying all of that within themselves. It has nothing to do with who they're judging. And uh, I saw something on television, uh, or I saw a, a video this morning, actually, with um, Bill Maher, who Bill Maher is, um, I think he's a very smart, very talented man. But I have issues with him condemning uh, faith. I have issues, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's human. He's who he is, right? But the, but the uh, video was, uh, I think it was on last night, I guess, what I saw the video was again uh, with him with somebody who didn't agree with him at all. And they had this, but it was going back to where we need to go, which is I can listen to you. I don't have to agree with you, but you're okay. I still love you because you are human, but I don't have to agree with you. And I do not have to make you be right. And I saw that in that video. And that's what that video started was, which is if we can come back to allowing people to be who they are without judgment, right? Then we will raise the vibrations and allow, and it's not easy. Trust me, I, I get angry too when I hear people. And then I have to go within to fix me. I'm not going to fix anybody else. But it's way more fun than the anger that we have from being in this vitriol, right? So I'm going to allow you to be who you are. I am going to allow you to think the way you are. I'm going to allow you to vote the way you want to and to dress the way you want to and to eat the way you want to because you are human and I love you. And guess what? We're connected. We are one. And I'm going to go within and take care of me. And I'm going to allow you to be who you are. If we can do this, and that's a choice. That you right. don't have to read a book for, you don't have to go to college for, you don't have to, you just go, I'm going to change the dial. I'm going to listen to 99.4 because 99.4 says that I'm going to change my vibration. And when I change my vibration, I'm, you know, I'm changing the planet one vibration at a time. That's going to change the planet a hundred percent, something like that. And, and and it is already happening, but imagine if, you know, this kind of starts becoming more and more abundant. And yeah, I, feel, I, I am guilty of that myself too, of struggling with that sometimes that, you know, with eating, for example, like I tend to be very strict with my eating, but no, no, I don't do it in a necessarily in a negative vibration because I, I completely changed the way that I see food. Like I see food of something that is kind of, 
nourishing my, you know, myself, you know, I don't see food, um, that much. And like before, you know, whenever I was younger in my teens, I just see food as, you know, for the taste kind of thing. If it tastes good, I want to have it. But now my relationship completely changed. And it was, I think it was, it was more of a shift in consciousness. So I don't feel like I put any effort on it, but I see that food becomes part of you, you know? And so whenever I see something really healthy, I, 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 you know, just, I want to eat it kind of thing. So sometimes I struggle whenever I see uh, people kind of having these Im- impulses and, and just eating, you know, a lot of, you know, white sugar and stuff like that, or a lot of processed stuff. But going to what we were saying about the vibration, that puts me, whenever I judge, that puts me on a lower vibration. Correct. And so I'm, I'm not really kind of doing a higher good because I'm kind of getting mad and frustrated, frustrating. So I'm, I'm trying to work on that and, and realizing at the end of the day, is this really kind of, if I tell somebody kind of in a, in a hurtful way or, or just, or just in a way, but I'm like tense inside or whatever, is that really creating, creating the best outcome or is the best outcome for me to kind of go inside and change, change my state of energy and 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 just be understanding you know the, the reason maybe why this person is doing this is just because they're they're having an addictive behavior or whatever and they're suffering because of that so that is that is something that i think it's it's such a key thing to do just having that awareness that and and with everything with politics that you said i feel like it's all all these like unconscious addicting behaviors that we don't want to let go because if we let let them go, we just become, you know, we 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 don't know who we are, kind of thing. We're we don't we don't understand what your friend was telling you that she was telling you that you were gonna fall because mm-hmm. she just maybe she just doesn't understand like being in this kind of higher elevated state, and uh, and so it's it's just so so nice to to hear it's so important you you bring up a really good important point also which is i remember when my daughter passed i had three jobs because cancer is very expensive and i one of my jobs was to take care of a man with dementia long story short i was at the um it was called belmont village it was a place where they would keep these you know people with dementia and i remember that i had to go to work this was four days after my daughter passed right and and I, I walked in there and I had a huge, huge moment of awakening in that time because somebody came to me and sat down as many of the family members and people that would go in and visit. And this woman said to me, goes, oh, you have no idea what my week was like. Right. And it was in that moment as I was there four days after my almost 20 year old daughter passes away. And I, it hit me. It was such a, a moment of awakening for me. And I thought, we do not know what is going on in the lives of someone that we're communicating with, right? And so what I think it's very disturbing for me when I hear, especially celebrities condemning, you know, 60 million people that don't think like them because they, and they're calling them racist and and, and I don't look at it politically. I look at, right. the, at the 
vibration right, of what yeah, we're doing. Yeah. Because I, when when someone who's so filled with their own agenda cannot see that someone else has their own reality, right? And to paint a picture. And I think that's what was so opening for me was that this woman had no idea of what I just went through. And I actually never brought it up to her. I just listened to her because in that moment, I didn't need to, because I was in that moment of awakening going, well, wait a minute, I got to find clarity on this. I got to understand this is that when I come to someone and I, and I try to condemn them or judge them, I have no idea who they really are, right? In that moment, we don't understand their losses, their joy, their pain, their struggle, their, their childhood. We don't understand anything. And so when, when I see someone judge someone who they don't even know as being racist, as being this, as being that. I thought, wow, are you trying to say that an entire half of a country is evil? <laughs> We're all one. We're all connected. We're all one soul. And they have no idea the vibration that this carries, right? And who am I to judge you? I don't know anything about you. And it was in that moment when somebody came to me and said, you have no idea my week. And you know what? I could have made her feel bad when I told her that my daughter had passed, but I didn't need to. Right. Because she was having her own bad week. I let her have her bad week. And you know what? I was okay with that. And, and, and that was something really a very high vibration that I didn't even know at that time. Trust me again. I, I didn't have clarity back then. This was, Oh, three. I had to get to that place where I can look back on it and go, I let her have her moment and it was okay. I didn't need to say, come to my reality, right? That is really important. And you and I just touched on this and we need to carry this forward is let people have their reality. Let them have who they are in that moment. Don't condemn, don't judge. Go back in and heal you. When we can do this, when we change that dial, that's a new station. It's a beautiful station. We're going to call it Chris Campbell Station. <laughs> right? I love that. I love that. I, I think. Podcast, right? Yeah, I think. I think that's probably one of the most important things that that we need to realize. That that is really gonna gonna change the world. And. I think we can, uh, Audrey, I think we can go forever in this talk and I would love I you to have you again. Uh, Anytime. But, but I want to, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you if for listeners, if you have, and I know we already kind of touched on a lot of advices, but if you have one advice of people that are feel they feel in tune with this, they feel in tune with this talk and they might be going through some hardships, maybe mentally or uh, even with this pandemic in general, just what, what is uh, one recommendation that, that you can give them to start uh, living a better life? So it may sound uh, kind of guru-ish and it may sound way out there to some, but that's okay. And it's something I do on a daily basis when I have a moment, right? And again, this started back when I had cancer. When you 
have no control of what's going on, uh, or you think you have no control of what's going on around you, understand that you have so much support and love, that we have spirit guides, that we have angels, that we have God or whoever is our higher power, right? And you can find me at any moment in my day where I'm having a moment where I've taken a step back. And there are many because we're imperfect beings and we're never going to be perfect. Is that I will, I literally, I could be on my bicycle. I could be in the bathtub. I could be at work where I stop and I will look up and I will speak to my higher power, which is actually uh, my higher power, my soul, my oversoul. Um, and God, is I will say, I need help right now. And every time I have what I need, every time, is that people don't understand. And that's I think that's why I struggled with the Bill Maher thing when you don't have faith, because he, he looks at faith as religion, right? But having faith in that higher power, to me, God is, my, is light. It, it's not a man. It's not, right? It's, it's, and it came back to me. I am my own higher power. I am God. I am the connection. We are all, but it, you know, to not go too much deeper in that in the moments when you need help and you cannot take another minute, know that you are supported, you are loved and you are watched and there, and, 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 and reach out to someone. I, I tell, I do healings all the time. I don't charge people. I have people all the time. Call me, email me. You can give my email address. Mm. I, I can give them messages that they need to hear. Um, but know that if you're not able to reach out to someone or you don't have someone that you can trust, know that you are fully supported in that moment because we all have what we need whether we go to church or to temple or to you know uh to go into the you know we study buddhism it doesn't matter where who we are what we study we are all surrounded by the support that we need and it took me many years to get to that point when i ask for help i always have it and it may come but you have to be open you have to hear you have to listen you have you can't have the roommate in your head blocking the signs that you need whether it's inspiration that comes from it you know because we all feel so i'm very empathic so i am very emotional so everything that i get is through emotion and i'm also very visual you may be a very different way so the signs may come to you with a bird right or a hum you know a humming we all, but if you are closed and your vibrations are very dark and you're in that roommate in your head place, take a step to the other side because you won't hear what you need to hear. It won't come to you. Food does that. Have something that fills you up, right? And if, if you can take that little step into that direction where you're riding your bike and you go, okay, God, I, I can't do this. I need help. That vibration that you pass on to the universe will always 100% of the time bring you what you need if you are open and you are allowing. And there is a, there is a wonderful poem that uh, I send this to people all the time. It's, it's sort of a poem. It's called Surrender, right? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, if anybody wants it, just have them email me. And it's basically the gist of it is, is you don't have to know where you're going. You don't have to know what the results are. If you are surrendered, as Tolle says, and everybody that's a prolific author or whatever, if you are in that moment where you just give it up, I am not going to control this. I surrender. I give it up. You are now in a moment of a vibration that has changed. That's the dial that we talked about, the radio station, of allowing. Allowing is the most beautiful, the best vibration you can be in. You don't know what's coming. You don't know where it's going. You don't know how it's going to happen. You don't know if the bird's going to come to the window and tap, 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 or you're going to get a feeling, an inspiration, whatever it is. But it will come always, every time. Wow, it's so so beautiful, and uh, that's perfect perfect end way to end the podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much, Audrey. And what's a what's the best way for people if they want to order your your amazing chocolates or just uh, contact? Uh, they you? can go. They can go to righteouslyrawchocolate.com. We're on Amazon. We have a website. Uh, we have new products coming out. Um, they can email me info at or Audrey at either one in uh, earth source organics.com. I will always respond and, um, and reach out if you're in, let your listeners know to reach out. And it's, it's a beautiful thing. And, uh, and um, yeah, so I appreciate and, and feel very honored that you allowed me to be a part of this. And I hope that um, we can touch one person today oh, yeah. who, who will touch another and it will start that vibration that can happen in, in, in a moment. Yeah. And, and, and I want to thank you, Audrey, so much. Uh, it's so you're such a, you know, such a kind soul and, uh, you know, it really kind of resonates and it's just, you just have an, you. an amazing energy. And, you know, I know you say that it comes from, from higher, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's just, just an honor to, to be with you and, and I appreciate all your words and I'm sure everybody will. Well, Thank you. Uh, right back at you. I, I feel your your vibration is a really beautiful one, too. It's a great connection. So I wish you all the best, and I appreciate this. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Audrey. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.